Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I'm joined by you know. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Just kind of laying low for a while, I guess. Where is home? Brooklyn, New York. I've been in New York for about two years now. Okay. Is your family mm-hmm. with you? No, they're back in Florida still. Okay. Yeah. I haven't gotten to visit them for a while. But yeah. hopefully, hopefully soon. I wanted to talk about some of your influences to get this going. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one of your big influences was skateboarding culture. Yeah, definitely. I'm older than you. So I remember <laughs> like CKY, the oh, jazz, yeah. all that stuff. How did you get involved with the skateboarding culture? I also like watched all that stuff and just like found it online as a kid, played a lot of Tony Hawk games uh, and watched like a lot of skate videos. And those always had really cool soundtracks. Like skaters could use uh, whatever songs they liked for their parts. So I get into like rap music and rock music and like old punk and a lot of different stuff through that. And your parents are from the UK? Yeah. uh, And then their parents are from Jamaica. So I'm like a first, I'm a first generation American. So now you have influences from Jamaica, from Europe, from skateboarding. How did you find your sound? I don't know. I still feel like I haven't (laughs) found it necessarily. I I never, I never really tried to form a specific sound of my own. I just kind of make songs that I feel like are original and have a place in the world. And uh, yeah, like I I kind of bounce from genre to genre and all of my songs uh, so nothing's quite stuck yet, but I feel like I, I feel like I do have a bit of a style, but it's hard to nail down. So like on one album, could every song on the album be classified under a different genre? I think so. I'm always bad with genre names because <laughs> like generally people ask me what type of music I make. And I just say like alternative or indie pop because I feel like I feel like alternative and pop are things that like go into every song I make. There's something that's like a little weird about each song, but they're all pretty catchy. So so it's it's hard to say. But yeah, like every every song is different. If, like my album will have a bunch of different songs of different genres. So do you have plans for a new album to come out? Yeah, I'm working on it now. Still still finishing it up. But yeah, that that, that should be soon. Hopefully we'll see. No date yet. <laughs> so maybe a goal for 2021, but not necessarily coming out soon. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm just kind of like trying to finish songs individually because every time I like get into a mode to finish a whole project, I start with like a lot of different songs and then I don't know which one to finish first. <laughs> so now I'm trying to just like, let me just get songs done and then put them out. What was it like to get signed by a legendary label like Sub Pop? That was really cool. It was definitely like a dream come true. Growing up when I like before I even made music, they were like my favorite label. I I remember when I started making music, uh, I was about 16 and I sent Sub Pop a demo and I got no response, (laughs) but it still worked out eventually anyway. Yeah. And, you know, any 16 year olds listening, that's not abnormal. (laughs) Most labels won't respond to your demo. (laughs) They get a lot. Yeah. And so pop really covers a lot of different genres too. And they also, you know, big proponents of skateboarding culture and and an alternative culture. Mm -hmm. It's a good place to call home. Yeah, definitely. Like That's why I always liked sub pop is I would always find bands that were very different from each other, but it was was all music that I liked. So 
It was really cool. In one of your older bios, it said that you've only been to four live concerts. Is that still true? Before, not still, because I've played so many now. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten the opportunity to go to so many shows. Before I signed to Sub Pop, I'd only been to four shows. And then like the fifth show I went to was the first live show I played. So Wow. Mm-hmm. And two of those shows, two of the four of those shows, uh, Sub Pop actually took me to when I went to go visit them in Seattle. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, especially to have all this sound and have none of it really to do with a live show mm-hmm. for it to just be about producing your own music. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Playing playing shows actually had a big impact on the way I make music now, just because I got to hear my songs in a live setting and I'd like put like a really heavy 808 bass in a song and hear it over speakers and it sounds cool. But then hearing it in a giant venue with huge speakers, it just sounds incredible. So now knowing that those things sound so cool live, I'm definitely trying to incorporate more of those things into my album. You play your own instruments. You take mm-hmm. a lot of your own press photos. Mm-hmm. You design your own album art. You produce, you engineer, you do everything. How did you, are you self-taught on everything? Yeah, I took like two weeks worth of guitar classes and I just didn't like it. So I just like quit and taught myself how to play, taught myself how to like produce beats, do like photography and videography and digital art and stuff. I've always been interested in a lot of different types of art. And uh, music's been perfect just because I get to combine all those things together and kind of put put them all towards the same goal. Have you seen more reaction to some of your older work now with your new song getting more airplay? Are your old videos starting to resurface more? (laughs) No, there's, there's a lot of like really old stuff that people still haven't quite found. Some of it used to be on MySpace and a bunch of MySpace stuff just ended up getting deleted, like without me having to do anything. So I feel like a lot of, a lot of my past is, is hidden in that way, but uh, I still have some, some of those old files on my computer. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll put them out one day. <laughs> An album of previously unreleased demos. Uh-huh. <laughs> Your bio mentions that quarantine kind of reminded you of being a loner in high school. Have you felt like you you found your place yet? Yeah, I feel like things have been, I don't know, over, over the last year, it's been really chill and I've just been at home all day. But that's what I used to do basically my entire life. And that's how I learned how to do all these things with uh, music and art is just from being alone. So I'm, I'm used to that. I feel like uh, I'm definitely way more social than I used to be in my teenage years, though, which even like going out and playing shows and going on tour and meeting so many people, that's been like a really big step into me, like opening up and being less of a loner. And it's kind of like a it gets better message to teenagers, you know? Yeah, for sure. Once you are able to expand past high school or past the people that are in your immediate life and you're able to find your own self and your own crew and your own your own life it gets a lot better it's a lot easier to be social and then a pandemic Mm. will hit (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was at my social peak and then then had to be by myself again (laughs) did you get to quarantine with anybody are you married have any kids or anything yeah i had uh i had like three roommates yeah that, that i uh, lived with and that was really nice have it like have a group of people to spend time with rather than be completely by myself and stuff so that was always really nice 
things are not so lonely. <laughs> and then sometimes you're like, will you guys please leave? Uh-huh. <laughs> I need time to focus on trying to make my music. Yeah. <laughs> What's your preferred social media platform? I like Instagram just because I've gotten so used to it. And I like photography and visual things. So being able to share images and see other people's images and stuff has been really nice. I've been getting into TikTok a lot more recently, though. TikTok is a lot of fun. There's like everybody is so nice. There's like so much funny stuff on there. So much creativity. I've been really into TikTok. I'd say right now, that's my favorite. Yeah. TikTok can be such a time suck because you just uh-huh. sucked in and you're just laughing, having a good time. And then it's like, oh, I should do something else. Uh-huh. <laughs> so over the last year, a lot of artists have decided to start producing their own albums. It's a lot easier because you can't get into a studio. Do you think that you have an advantage because you've been doing it since before everybody else started doing it? Yeah, I think so. It's definitely like, helpful doing everything by myself all the time just because like it's useful in times like these i don't really have to depend on anyone but i have been working with other people more recently just because it's it's nice to have somebody else's ear and somebody else's like thoughts and they can say like oh maybe we should add this and it could be something i never thought of so i right when i started doing that was when the pandemic hit i was going to studios and working with other people then had to be back to just working all alone but then I've also been able to just send files to people online and then they can add something to it. I can say, no, like, let's do this instead. Or I can say, yes, let's keep that. So that's been really nice getting to collaborate from a distance while also still being able to do my own thing. I like having that balance. So if the world opens up tonight, the pandemic never happened. (laughs) What's the first thing you want to do tomorrow? Wow. <laughs> That's a tough one. It's like, I don't even know at this point because I've just been home for so long. So it's like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe just go outside without a mask on. That would just be nice. Because mm-hmm. it's like, a, I, don't, I don't know, it makes, it makes, me, makes me all sweaty. I'm a sweaty individual most of the time anyway. So, so the mask adds extra heat. So it'll be nice to just get a nice breeze on my face. I feel like that, that'd be the main thing I do is take a walk in the park without a mask on. Yeah. It's nice and, and, and chill. Do you have favorite places to eat in Brooklyn, even though you haven't been able to go anywhere for a year? Yeah, there's like a lot of good places around me and I'm vegan. So there's been like a lot of cool options here. There's actually a a thing I really like called Plantega. And it's a thing at uh, some local bodegas where they have vegan options. So I could just go and ask for like a vegan chopped cheese or a vegan burger or like a breakfast sandwich that's vegan and all this stuff. So that's that's been one of my favorite things. It's right around the corner for me. Yeah, that's got to mm-hmm. be so much easier there than it would be like someplace like Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have cheese and beef everywhere. Uh, yeah, I, I first went vegan uh, about 14 years ago. And there was like a lot less options back then. So like I look at a menu now that has a bunch of vegan options and I'm just overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't know what to choose. <laughs> so if your grandparents are Jamaican, mm-hmm. are your parents also vegan? Or did you have to, no. try to deny the Jamaican food? And <laughs> I just made my own versions of like my family's recipes and stuff. And uh, also there's a lot of vegan Jamaican food because a lot of Rastafarians uh, eat what's called Ital, which is a lot of like vegetarian plant-based stuff. So like there's already a lot of kind of vegan options built into Jamaican food. So a few things I'll just take out an ingredient or replace an ingredient. And other than that, it's pretty simple. Yeah, that's helpful. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you're not going to get bored with all those flavors. 
No, no, definitely not. <laughs> so what's on your agenda for 2021? Really just making more music. I want to like get a new camera, start taking more photos, filming more music videos. Just like I don't know, anything creative that I can do, I want to do. And I'm looking forward to being able to like work with more people again. Do you have any plans for a tour or anything nope. like that? <laughs> no plans. I feel like it's a, it's a bit early for me to start planning, but I, I hope I can tour soon. I really miss it a lot. It was a lot of fun getting to travel and see new places for the first time. So yeah, I really hope that can happen again soon. Do you think that you'll have a different view of the audience and the stage perceptions now? I mean, you went from like not knowing anything about a live show mm -hmm. to being fully immersed in it and then taken away. I feel like it'll just come back. Like I, I did it so many times on tour. I think I've played about 60 shows. So and like every time I get on stage, it's like the same feeling. So I'm hoping that feeling will just come right back to me. And since you didn't get into music because you wanted to be a rock star, let's say that after this pandemic and everything blows through, you're like the next rock star. <laughs> that what would be the first thing you're going to like buy or change or like, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I would really change. I'm pretty like satisfied with where I'm at. I might buy like some new music gear or something. Not, not too much. Maybe like a, another guitar or two. But yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'd really buy. Hopefully be able to like treat my family to something, buy my parents something maybe. That'd be nice. So you think you'll still be a pretty down to earth rock star? Yeah, I, I feel like I'll just be the same as I've always been. <laughs> not not much of my life has, has really changed, like, ever. So I feel like I'd just be the same person. <laughs> Go on tour with the Rolling Stones. It's still, still <laughs> you know. <laughs> that was about all I had to talk about. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we check out your song? Thanks what is the song about? Uh, the song is kind of a reflection of just me being at home again, just like I was when I was a teenager and uh, kind of taking the sounds of the music I listened to as a teenager and matching them with the sounds of music I listen to today. And also just kind of like a, a demonstration of the parallels between those feelings of like being isolated as a teen and isolated as an adult. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. No problem. Thank you for having me.